The Boiled Sports Handsome Hour is sponsored by Martin Vintage. Visit martinvintage.com for an excellent selection of Purdue apparel. Enter Boiled at checkout for 15% off your entire order. And by AJ's on Vine Street in West Lafayette. For the best on-campus selection of burgers, comfort food, draft beers, and TVs to monitor all the action, visit AJ's. EatAJ's.com. p.m. Purdue has just dropped their second game of the season to a team and um, it, they're now 22 and two. I mean, you, you lose games. I mean, that's that's the thing. It happens in college basketball, especially happens in, in uh, power five basketball, it happens in Big Ten basketball. Uh, Purdue spotted uh, that team uh, a 17 point lead at one point, dropped way down to 15 at the half. Uh, Purdue was shooting at the at the half. They had 11 turnovers. At the half, they had already missed six or five free throws, and um, and then in the, yeah. and, and they, they they struggled and they scratched and the clawed and made the game interesting, but eventually dropped the game. I'm Boiler Dowd, your host for this unusual basketball handsome hour quick beat. <laughs> <laughs> My pal Anish is next to me. Anish, tell the folks hello. I wish I was next to you, man. I wish I was next to It'd you. It'd be fun. It'd We've be fun. done that before, but yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, you know, it, uh, you know what's great? I don't feel that bad. <laughs> I don't <laughs> you know. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. feel so much more annoyed when Purdue plays Michigan State. Like I can't. I. I and again, you know, you, you know, it, it's very different for you, right? When you, you are, uh, you know, not a quiet Purdue fan in mm. Indianapolis and IU country. Uh, it, the feelings are very different. But when you're not in Indiana, boy, does the rivalry not really matter anymore? Because like IU just as much as they wanted to play this up for like, it's got big 10 stakes and both teams are ranked and stuff like that. Right. They just lost. They just got creamed by Maryland and there is no Big Ten stakes here. I mean, like Purdue would have to royally collapse down the down the stretch, which, again, mathematically possible. always possible. Yeah, absolutely. But it's not like you know, like it's. Uh, um, I don't feel at all anything. You know what I mean? It was just like, dang, you can't spot any Big Ten. You can't spot Minnesota a 17-point no, lead on can't. the road. You know what I you mean? You can't. You know, I mean, like that. I mean, you know this from playing, from watching for a long time. The amount of energy and perfection it takes to dig out of a 15-point hole. Yeah. And Purdue would get out, and then they would fall back. And they would get out, and they would fall back, right? It kept happening. They never got quite over the hump. Um, but, the, I mean, there's so many stories here. But for me, the biggest one, the easiest one to clean up. I, I've said this for the last two years. If you shoot 70%, you make 70% of your free throws as a team, you generally win a game. Purdue. Yeah. Yeah, I know the turnover sucks. 16 turnovers, it's awful. IU had eight, right? Purdue had 11 turnovers in the first half, like I just said a second ago. But those those free throws, think about this. You hit your free throws, you win the game without even playing uh, a, a ball game that's, that's worthy of much comment that's positive, right? Um, IU wanted this thing bad. This was a huge game for them. And their game of the year. Not a huge game. game. Of, this I is think it's awesome that a team at, of IU's stature can raise way up and beat a number one team in the nation so much that the little kids get excited and they run on the court. I think it's cool. I'm not, I'm not going to disparage. I love people running on the court. I really do. Oh yeah. I, you know me, you know me. I run on the court every game. Let's go. Every game, every single game, every single win. Alabama should be rushing the field for every win of theirs. This is my policy. Yeah. So you don't disparage them. And I really don't disparage them. But what I do say is congrats to that team for beating a number one team. Purdue's a worthy number one team. I th- I think Purdue is an exist a current number one team, but we can get there. This uh, is this an interesting per- discussion. Yeah, exactly. Purdue twelve hours or whatever 20, 48 hours from now will be still the number one team. So it's a great resume win uh, for a team trying to make the tournament. But yeah, totally. Um, By I, the way, I'm sorry for not having these on. I know this is part I, of the brand. I know. I was. I man, all of a sudden, it's it's uh, you know. 
sophistication. Uh, I'm expecting like a, a a windbreaker, a some sort of some ascot around your neck. I need maybe uh, suede elbow pads. That's right. I'm gonna I'm gonna send that picture of you walking the streets of Europe uh, mm-hmm. in your beautifully tight pants. I need those very tight European fitted pants. Exactly. I think we oh, have a. Oh uh, an interloper, an interloper. So here we go. It's only, I, I don't know. I only got like five minutes. <laughs> but oh my gosh, this guy! I've got to. I'm gonna. Got so so since since I started with introductions, I'm gonna introduce. If you're just listening, you're not watching. Our pal Michael has yeah. tuned in from the from the beautiful Texas workshop. He's he's here to say yeah. hi for a moment before he goes and enjoys a feast. Michael, what do mm-hmm. you have to say? Uh. Uh. So I right before I got on, I heard Anish say that he th- thinks we're still going to be number one. That's crazy, but I, I this is why I love him because he says shit like that. Um, and then you know I, I had a thought on um, the matchup Edie and Trace Jackson Davis. I think that uh, I think Edie won handily. That was a really yeah. really good oh, yeah. showing. A- environment and i i put this in the uh i put this to an audience and that is trace jackson davis's last point to go in the second half i you like and then in, in that time that's when purdue made, when you go to your star to get some points to calm your team down to stem the tide and i mean he's a fantastic basketball player but it was shocking to see him up and have JHS just go nuts and win that game I mean, for them. That's well, that's it. So. You're you're coming in a little choppy, but like yeah, you cut you cut out one point that I think you made that's really good. Okay, is you said, and I don't think it came out. Is you said Trace Jackson Davis last points were at ten forty five left in the second half. That's a huge deal, right? Ten fifty. Okay, that's. I mean, think about this. Um, once the the refs started calling that game like basketball, and Jackson Davis started accruing some fouls. The game, all of a sudden, you're like, okay, he's not playing with a different set of rules, and now Edie can play basketball, and Edie absolutely was kicking him in the teeth. But here's the thing. If you would ask, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, they'll ask somehow, you know, in the post game. if you ask Zach, like, he wants that win, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah. You know, and so, no doubt. like, I, you know, they, they statistically, I think they, um, I mean, Zach, you know, won the, won the matchup, but, you know, the, uh, but. Um, IU won, you know, IU won the game and Hood Shafino was, was incredible. I mean, you know, to Michael's last point there, like Hood Shafino is real. Like he is built. Well, here, here's the thing. I got a bone to pick with Hood Shafino though. All right. And I'm not kidding about this. This pisses me off. Okay. Now listen, he went down the court and he missed a layup and he was his, I said, he got a deep pride bruise because they, they attacked that situation. The trainers, I use awesome medical staff, was on it. We go to timeout. We think, is he dead? Did, did his <laughs> leg just fall off? Oh, right. no. I use superstar freshman is down. A sniper got him from the upper deck. And I was like, it looked pretty bad. So <laughs> yeah, I thought, yeah. maybe, seriously, maybe he's got a bad injury. I don't want to see a kid get injured ever. Nope. He's back at it the next when they come back. So I was like, oh, I that do one think- hurt worse because he missed the layup. I do think he landed kind of awkwardly, but sure. he, was he, entered, he landed not, kind, of, kind of walk awkwardly, but the, the drama of him rolling around and I use yeah. trainers rushing like JFK had just been shot. <laughs> Let, let's chill. Let's slow. All right. Let's just take it easy now. Outside of that, bad, bad in a phenomenal game. I mean, yeah. he was playing, he was making talents. Great. Never the problem at IU, my friends. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's for sure. Like that, you know, to the thing about Trace Jackson Davis is like, you know, I, you needed him to, to, you know, to close that game. They still got it. Right. But it was just because Purdue, Purdue, because he had an excellent first half, Purdue dug themselves such a hole in the first half. The freshmen in the first half played like freshmen, right? Like for the first time, I think, or for the first time all year, they played like freshmen the say at the same time like in the same half, right, on the road against a team that was just, like, itching for the win. Um, and that was the, you know, that was the hole. And, again, you've got to be, to Dowd's point, um, you've got to be perfect, right, um, if you dig yourself on against any team, let alone right. a team as talented as IU, as pumped as how, IU was for the game. It's how they dug that hole, 
yeah. which was that's some five possessions in a row where they turned the ball over and that was a big deal. Off. That stretch was yeah. huge. That stretch was huge. I mean, that goes from like a you know minus three, minus five to a minus fifteen. If we're we're gonna nitpick this team and say hey, what makes them vulnerable, it's that it's it's that it's turnovers in bunches. They mm-hmm. generally do a fairly good job of taking care of the ball. Usually have these times where they turn the ball late in the second half. They had three possessions in the row where they turn the ball go three for three on that, but still it, it killed some of the momentum. The other thing that I'll say is I thought David Jenkins. I was a little bit surprised. Sorry, uh, say it, say it again about David time. Jenkins. Game. I thought he played yeah. played well. And I was a little bit surprised to see Lawyer get than him down the stretch when Lawyer was struggling. Yeah, so. Lawyer, Lawyer for the, I mean, you know, you both know, um, you know, love uh, finds its, uh, love comes in strange uh, places and strange moments and it overcomes you. And you know that I have been struck by Fletcher Lawyer. Nobody's more surprised than I am, but he is my favorite. And man, he, I, I'm smitten, I'm falling, I'm head over heels, and Ooh. I'm already making the each one more comparisons. I was making them in December. Um, and like, yeah, he, he had, I think, his worst game. Um, you know, of the, you know, of the year, it came with turnovers, it came with missed shots. More importantly, it came up with passed up open shots. And yeah. that's something that he can't do, you know? Which is surprising because one of the things this season has been both of them have played with confidence that you don't, don't expect. That. And when you see Lawyer passing up open shots in windows that he would normally shoot, thinking about whether he can hit the shot or not. Now, having said that, he still had some great drives to the basket. He had a good half where he missed the layup, but he was aggressive. And it's almost – it was early in the second half, right? Like with five, seven minutes in, something like that? With the first five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, totally. And uh, so you're um, the uh, the internet at the uh, – you know, at the, at the Michael Ra- – at the uh, Railroad Tie Ranch – yeah, it might be. That's it. So um, it was good seeing you uh, and goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Adios. Well, so the, so the thing that, that uh, and we've got a lot of reactions in the margins. There were sure. overreactions on Twitter. And I want to I want to caution every Purdue fan to pump your brakes just a second. Just just for a second. And the reason I say this is Purdue's 22 and 2. Yes. Purdue's played a team that Absolutely. They were trying to make this into the biggest thing ever. This was, this was it. This was it. This is their Alamo. They had to have it. They wanted to have it They're, they're They were fired out of a cannon in the first half and Purdue's energy and mentality was way not there. And it wasn't just lawyer and Smith. Really? It was, it was the entire team. First did not look quite right. He couldn't stay in front of Trace Jackson Davis when they tried that. That didn't work, right? Even guys coming off the bench, you saw Newman come out, get whistled for two stri- quick fouls. I there, there was not a shot in the arm in the first half that was working. It, do you agree or disagree with that? I, mean? I, I, you know, even Zach, like Zach, didn't have yeah. some of his kind of you know deep touches. That being said, I'm pretty sure he went eighteen like points five of seven. Half. Yeah, exactly. It was like five of seven, 18 points or something like that at yeah. the half. So yeah. it was a, it was one of those Zach things where you're like, oh, he said he's not having a great game. Oh, he's got eighteen and nine at halftime. Got it. Right. Right. Uh, um, I mean, here's the thing. I, and I think Painter had this point a little bit ago. You and I have talked about this on multiple occasions that a loss in itself doesn't mean that much. No. The question becomes, what do you do with that loss? What do you learn from that loss? Even if like, even if Purdue comes in flat the next game, you always hear these stories at the end of the season about there was a turning point. There's a fulcrum or there was this one thing happened. The guys started talking. They started changing the way they're doing things. Will Purdue take this as a splash of cold water on their face and be like, all right, if we start a game like that against anybody, we're going to lose. I hope they take that, take it that way. I hope they do. Right. I, I, if I were painter, I would say exactly those things. I would say, Hey, this is, this is something that you learn from. This is something that you played a team. That's good. You played a team. That's really talented. They've shown it this year a couple of times. They put they threw they threw their best punch at Purdue in the first half and it landed. It landed hard, right? And Purdue it took it took a pretty good effort to come back, but it didn't take Purdue's best effort because we didn't see and 
Zach said, get on my back. I'm going to try to pull you back into this thing. He did everything he could, right? And then a couple other guys, Jenkins made some key shots. I think he had two threes in about a minute and a half period. Awesome to see. I think that's something to build upon, right? Jenkins is starting to get back into that that 40% type of shooter role. That's awesome, right? His career is 40% shooter. That's a big deal. He's looked like that. Now that's three straight games. That's awesome. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's like, a big and, deal. you know, Mason didn't get as many looks as last time, as last game, right? Yeah. But, you know, he was, I, I don't think we're getting, you know, cold shooting Mason, hopefully for this kind of, you know, uh, next final stretch of the, um, you know, of the season. You know, there were a couple times, I mean, honestly, it was like all three of all three facets were um, kind of vulnerable defense turnovers, free throws, right. And turnovers and free throws. It is free throws. It is what it is. I don't, I mean like it, you, you, they produce a good free throw shooting team. And if you have off nights, I don't know what you do. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no right. strategy for that. You just gotta, you just gotta make them. Um, the turnover. They missed they, a lot of front ends too. That oh, and that especially in the first half was just yeah. killer, right? Yep. Yep. Um, the the turnovers you can make better decisions. The bad defensive rotations for this team was like was really tough to see. Um, and oh, like, it, they got backdoored how many times just, because of that? I mean, it was lawyer was out of place on certain possessions. Morton, who was who was produced best defender, was mm -hmm. turned around mm -hmm. on a handful of things. Uh, Gillis wasn't making you know help the helper type of rotations. Um, it was just that baseline kick, like that weak side kind of second pass away baseline um, uh, pad like lane that was available over and over and over again. And it was like that's the kind of stuff that's like, man, you stop two of those, and this game is. Right, you know this that's, game. That's could swing the thing. I look at so many things Purdue could have done that are curable. Yeah, I yeah. mean, like totally. And to me, that's the biggest positive that I'd take away is that you you, you played like that, still almost got it done. Um, Purdue did. I mean, the defense failing. We can talk about the turnovers all day long, but the defense failing is probably a bigger deal to me because we've seen turnover laden games this year. We haven't seen a game this year where they allowed that many points to be scored, especially in those 20 minutes. Was that 49 or 50 points at the half? Was it right there? Yeah, it was 50, I think. Yeah, 50 points, 50 to 35 at the half. That's right. Yeah. That's probably the biggest problem that I have with the game, right? I mean, that's that's huge. Yeah. And the way that they let Trace Jackson Davis have easy looks, right? All You saw it in the second half that's when spin. Purdue started we, we, getting in his way. You know that spin's coming. I know that spin's coming. You know he's going with the left hand. Right. I know he's going with the left right. hand. And when he's when he's halfway through his move, I mean he's a great player. When sure. he's halfway through his move, that ball's going in. Like Ooh. that is what it is. So it's like yeah. you've got to. It's just like when Zach gets the ball deep in the post. That's it. You're you're done. Like yeah. when he's on balance and he gets it deep in the post, that's two points. And if he misses, you count yourself lucky. You've got to beat him before he gets there. Right. It's the same with trace with his left hand with that spin. And so it was just, you know, in that first half, it was, you know, I don't know. The lawyer passed up these shots, like even in, and then in the second half, Purdue kind of got back down to it, chipped away, chipped away. And I think what we were looking for, and Jay Money was talking about this. Jay Money was going to join us, but he can't um, uh, for a very good reason. But he, reason. he can't right now. Um, the he, he was talking about like you you don't want to. We all chalk this up, you know. Michael and I did the podcast what two weeks ago now, and we were just looking at this next stretch, or about a week and a half ago. We were looking at this ten day stretch, and we were like, man, by the time the IU game comes around, they are going to want this for their season, and IU and Purdue is going to have tired legs. And it's going to be in Assembly Hall. IU is going to be talented. IU is talented. There, we, we already penciled this up to a loss. So let's right? let's let's rewind what you just said. I think it's the we've talked about a lot of problems Purdue had, right? Many problems on many levels. Free throw shooting comes from fatigue mm -hmm. often, mental and physical fatigue. Defensive lapses come from mental and physical fatigue. That's not, and again, that's not. It's it, and this is how many uh, games and so they played this stretch, this five game stretch. Yeah, I was just looking at this. This is one of them that I said, if you go three and two in this stretch, mm -hmm. I think you win the Big Ten. I said that We've, you can go back and check the tape: Maryland, at Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, IU. Yeah, that's a that's a tough stretch because of the the style of play these teams bring at you. 
That's tough. We were we were saying at the beginning of that stretch, three and two. Michael and I were saying if we go if Purdue goes three and two, we will absolutely take that. Purdue yep. ended up going four and one. Mm-hmm. And in the end, the rivalry game stings. I want now, I mean, like, you know, I, I am willing to be, you know, willing to eat my words. And again, IU is a very talented team. I think they get smoked in Mackey. Like, I, I think they just smoke some in Mackey. The, the goals for the season are win the Big Ten, get Zach the National Player of the Year, get him healthy mm-hmm. going into March, and make a March run. All of those things are very much still on the table. And in fact, like more, you know, at least, you know, the first couple of those are more likely than not still at mm. this point. Um, Michael brought up in the group chat, the um, the Michigan game from last year, the Michigan plastering, you know. And so we were talking like we had already, pen- I think all uh, four of us, you, me, Jay Money and Michael had penciled this IU game in as a loss. Again, yeah. it is what it is. Um. And at halftime, we were upset because, um, and especially Jay Money and Michael were upset because of the way Purdue was losing, right. and the way Purdue, like how, like the hole that Purdue dug them in. And if it was extrapolated through the, you know, through the end of the game, it would have been like the Michigan game from last year where Purdue got, you know, plastered by thirty. Right. But right. It, it was one of those weird rescheduled games. It is what it is. Like again, it was similar in that it was a really tight schedule, even way tighter than than even this schedule. Um, yeah. This game ended up being last year, but it was still the way that team responded really was like put a sour taste on our mouth, right? This game, Purdue responded by chipping away, chipping away and chipping away, tightening up a little bit on defense, getting it to Zach. Zach is nothing but businesslike, right? And you, it ends up being a one possession game with 50 seconds left, right? And again, you're not, you're, you're looking for this because again, it seems like the big 10 is wrapped. Like we, you know, if Purdue, if Purdue keeps playing like this, the big 10 title, one thing that we wanted during Zach's tenure was that right. check We're we're getting there. Zach getting national player of the year. He's, he had his sixth 30 point game of the season this year. I just want to repeat that his sixth 30 point game he's 30 and 20 in assembly hall, still on pace for national player of the year. And Purdue is it still needs to fight through halves like that to make it, to make some noise in March and April really is what yeah. we want. And so these are still good things. These are all good things to take away. And also why I think you and I aren't too terribly hot after this loss. No, and th- so here let's uh, let's look at one more, one other thing that's pretty important. Like we were talking about what this team can do, what Zach can get, those sort of things, those sort of perspectives. All the goals that were set last year that weren't really weren't reached was one of the things that yep. drove me crazy because I cannot stand a team that doesn't reach its potential. If you're not very good, fine. If you're very good and you don't do anything with being good, that is just oh, it's the worst for me. Yep. Purdue didn't win a Big Ten title. Purdue did not go to a Final Four. Purdue did not have Ivy win any awards. Mm-hmm. Right? Those things all hurt. Now you look at this right here. Let's compare and contrast. It looks to me like after the head-to-head battle, you've got a guy who's the clear Big Ten Player of the Year favorite and the clear National Player of the Year favorite. Check. Check. You've got Purdue still in the driver's seat with a two-game lead on Rutgers. Check. Big check. Right? And everything else is still in front of you. Ethan Morton was asked about this earlier in the week before the IU game. Somebody asked him about, I can't remember the question about just taking every game, you know, one at a time. And he said, we have goals. The first one to, the first one to attain is win the big 10. We can do that. We're in a good position to do that. We have to go ahead and handle our business. And so if you look over the next, there's, there's a couple things that are really cool coming here. Okay. The first one, five day break. That's my favorite. Five days. Maybe tomorrow Purdue gets just a walkthrough day. They get to take it easy, shoot around day, whatever. But they get a chance to get a little bit healthy, to take a deep breath. Like Edie always talks about, I don't know if you've seen this, he'll always talk about a really good meal when things are stressful because mom's around. Yeah. And mom will invite the entire team over and they'll have that really good meal. It's a chance for everybody to bond. Chance for everybody to get right mentally, and chance for everybody to fill their bellies, which is not a bad thing. When when you're playing at the pace and the with the level of effort Edie and company played with in the second half, specifically, it's gonna it's gonna wear on you. So after that five day break, Purdue plays 
versus Iowa and Mackey in the friendly confines. And then they've got at Northwestern and then they've got at Maryland. That at Maryland game might be the might be the most critical in the mm-hmm. next few because then you get a six-day break before welcoming Ohio State to Mackey. National TV. A desperate Ohio State game. A desperate or Ohio a team. State team. Then guess what you get? That's IU it. at Mackey. Yeah, that's it. Purdue could easily clinch the Big Ten title in that span. And then you've got two more games that are nearly fluff versus Wisconsin, which I absolutely hate, and I would love to see them uh, beat their ass at Wisconsin. And then you finish the season out versus Illinois. By the way, the Big Ten scheduling. Man, what the heck? What I mean, what do we... Almost like there's nobody in charge. <laughs> Man, it's not... As you always say, this is suboptimal. This whole the schedule makes no damn sense. I, the thing that always gets me about this, and I know I understand you got a lot of schedules to put together. A lot of teams got to fit in here. But it always kills me when you play a team like twice in a 10-day period and then another team you don't play them till the very end. You play it's one like in just, November and one in March. Right. It's like, what are we doing, man? One in what August. Yeah, exactly. Like, Goodness what are gracious. we doing? By the way, Ken Palm, uh, mm-hmm. if you look at it, Ken Palm. Did Purdue is, go up after this loss? Because that's what I expect. Purdue is still sitting at three. Um, mm-hmm. And Purdue's projected record is still 27 and four. Mm-hmm. And Purdue's projected Big Ten record is still 16 and four. Awesome. Um, it is. That four four losses is kind of a magic number historically in the Big yeah, Ten. Exactly. Right? And 27 and... wins? 27 wins? Come on. Come on. With this team, this team we were hoping, it seems good. It seems good, correct? And then you get to 30 wins if you can get to the place where Matt Painter's teams are generally good to get to, which is Sweet 16. I I said this at the last quick cast. I know you share the sentiment. I think you and I are are eye to eye on this idea, and that is the older I get, the more I appreciate Matt Painter for who he is, the more I appreciate the fact he's at Purdue, the more I – when when like this break that's coming ahead, right? The break that's coming before the Ohio State game, I'm always like, that's the coach I want teaching these guys right now. Yeah. I mean, I, w- I, I want to see what they come in, come with next time. I want to see what he does to get them ready. He's going to handle this with the calm hand that he always has. And so I, I again, like I 100% understand what you say when whenever we play, whenever Purdue plays Izzo. Right. Which mm. is, is nobody works the refs like him. It's because mm. he's got the most big 10 wins. He's got, he knows all of these guys. He knows exactly what button buttons to press, press yeah. and which tantrums to throw. Right. I am so happy. And if Matt Painter did that, Purdue probably would get more calls. I'm so happy that he doesn't. I'm so happy he is who he is. You know, I, um, Woody had Woody. We all like Woody. Right, I like, like we, yeah. we we all enjoy him, and we would enjoy getting a large steak with wood and a big pile of mashed potatoes with wood. He just look right. at you the whole whole dinner. I know it's just dead eyes. It's it. Right. Um, but you, um, even Woody lost his mind this game. So, Matt, ooh, 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 let's talk about something. We didn't talk about this. I don't have much to complain about the officials other than they, they gave tricks to actually Davis a carte yeah. blanche for a half. And it's at, it's at home. I expect it. Every, every Big Ten basketball fan expects that on the road. If you yeah. don't, you haven't been paying attention. So I, I really – I guess this is kind of the deal. Okay? The thing I have the problem with when Woodson started going crazy, by the way, he went crazy at the right time because the officials, if you don't understand this, you were listening on mute, which I was. Then I was listening on the radio. I can't stand by tell. Shout out Rob Blackman. You guys say Rob, Rob Blackman and Bobby Bucket saved me today. They're the best. They're the best. They're so good. Um, they were, they're so honest. It's like almost like I wish they wouldn't be as honest because they were like, oh, that one looked like it was Alf Purdue. Like that sort of thing. You know, you're like, shh. <laughs> But the explanation that IU had thrown something on the court earlier, they had gotten warned. That's it. If you do it one more time, it's a technical foul. Yeah. The refs went over to the table the second time something was thrown. They called the tech. They called it to the table because the announcer announced technical foul has been assessed to IU. Refrain from throwing things on the court. Woodson goes off, yells at the official, says, that's not fair. I didn't do it. He's great Woody, that, which is weird. Great really, Woody impression. Really good. Yeah. Really good. Woodson and guess what? No technical foul. Yeah. And that was when Purdue was down by two. Guess what happened? Purdue didn't score. 
Yeah. IU went down, scored right away. I think they scored a three, put them up by that's five. It. That's it. Yeah. And that. and again, you gotta make a bucket. You gotta yeah. score. You know, you gotta stop IU. Yeah. But this stuff doesn't help. And again, it's and again, we're not saying this because Purdue's not going to win the Big Ten because Purdue's not going to contend. Like, be a you know has right. an inside track of the number one seed. By the way, mm-hmm. Gary Parish nine hours ago, probably the most prominent person, media member who ranks these teams and everybody kind of generally bases their rankings off of his mm-hmm. nine hours ago, published something that said win or lose Purdue is not my number one tomorrow. Um, <laughs> and Purdue should be, so that's where, that's where you're basing the confidence. And so it is like it, it, have I, you again, seen how not... good Houston's conference, uh, <laughs> uh, schedule is though. <laughs> to be fair, the Big Ten isn't much better this year. That's well, not true. It's not the Big much Ten is better, better, but, but, but the thing is, better. But really what I'm saying, but what I'm saying, first, you had a couple. You had a comment kind of earlier in one of the quick casts, um, which are great. You should su- subscribe to YouTube and hit the little belly bell. Hit the bell. Hit the uh, bell, guys. Do it because we're close to a thousand subscribers. We are Be the close thousandth. To Maybe a niche shows up your house, gives you a long, uncomfortable hug, very in your ear, very comfortable. That's right. Mm, this is good. You, you've experienced it. You it's know the best. You give great hugs. But the biggest that we don't root for conference. In fact, Never. we go out of our way to root really? against conference. <laughs> like, we want everybody to fail except for us. We're good. That's right. But the reason that this Big Ten drought in March exists is by inconsistencies like this. Michael would say this right now. It's not the ref- it's not the quality of the refereeing that, or the calls that are being complained about it's the consi- it's the lack of consistency and the lack of co- like application to what the rules are it's like if you're going to call a game a whole way or away call it the whole time right, right? if you're Both going to court. if you're going to call a tech when the if you say you're going to call a tech the next time somebody throws something on the court somebody else throws something on the court and you don't do it that is inconsistency. It's very black and white. And that's the kind of stuff that has the Big Ten like being embarrassed on right. national stages, right? It's not the teams, but it's the style of play that leads to teams being flummoxed when that style of play doesn't happen, when those situations don't happen in March, right? By the way, so so I've been complaining all year, and I think you have too, consistently about the Big Ten's problem uh, with the way games are officiated. You th- You think it goes down to, let's see, yeah, so John Younger says, I'd be happiest with the Big Ten being a one-bid league and Purdue winning the whole damn thing. We're with you, John. Yes, yes, correct. Yeah. Yes. It's like, yeah. what? Yeah. And I, it would do so much good because it would throw a ton of monkeys off our back, right? Purdue is only good when the Big so Ten good. sucks. Then they go and they wet themselves in the tournament. We're aware of all this stuff, right? <laughs> we, we've heard it. We've, we, fought, we've watched a couple. We know. Yeah, we've, we've been around for them. So, I, um, go ahead. About the referees and uh, the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, so. The Big Ten referees, the officials, do what they do where they make it this kind of sloppy mud game where the worst team is going to hang and push and whatever. You had the – tell me, was it Michigan State played somebody at around noon today? Um, and it was – was it Rutgers? It was Rutgers. Mm-hmm. And Rutgers won the rock game fight. by five points, right? Yeah. Total rock fight. I think the, the final was in either the high 40s or low 50s, something like that. And then if you were – a junkie and you were looking for more college basketball, you might've turned on the LSU game, I mm-hmm. think. And it was worse. The scoring was worse. It was lower. I think if it, it was, and I don't know, it was an SEC game. It was in the forties. It was so bad. I think it was low forties. And same thing. I think Tennessee was in the fifties. I mean, yeah. like, it's just like, what are we doing here, guys? I think I, I mean, to me, I don't think, that the Big Ten wants this. I think the Big I Ten. I blame does. the chip shortage, by the way. Exactly. Russia. It's yeah. the Ukraine war. It's the chip shortage. It's, it's logistics. The We're it's talking. The we can, we can say logistics and it sounds smart, but none of us really know. No, what really it means. know what logistics. That, what those logistics are. Yeah, exactly. It's logistics. Yeah. Um, the, I think it's apathy. I think the Big Ten's bread is buttered with football and they don't care about anything else. They don't care about uh, men's basketball, women's basketball, wrestling, volleyball. They don't care about anything because. The only thing that brings in the dollars is, uh, and those sweet, sweet TV deal, um, is the uh, is football, and that's pretty much it. All of the resources go there, and it is what it is. It was like that with Delaney. It was like that with Warren, and it will be like that likely with the next guy. So, um, I if you get yeah, a hand, if you, you. Gets, gets the chance to see this, 
Um, there's a guy named, I think his name's Higgins. He's a ref. He's got bleach tips. He always has a fake tip. Okay. He's, he's tough one for me. That guy's a tough sell for me. Mm. He's not an awful ref. To the tough where he's sell. Like, yeah, tough, tough sell. sell. For me to watch a guy prettying himself to go, to go referee a game. I just, I think it's a weird thing. But that guy's schedule. And so this is something that Bob Knight had right. There are like three things that Bob Knight had right in his life, and this is one of them. He used to say that how can a guy that's that old, because he was talking about back in the day with, uh, I'm trying to think, uh, TV Teddy. How can a guy that's that old go zigzag across the country and every night, so he's going from West Coast time to East Coast time to Mountain time to Central time, and, and he's running up and down with a bunch of 19, 20-year-olds. Yeah. Holy yeah. moly. He can schedule last week. I think it was, I think it was like I six time this. zones and six nights. I think Billis, I think, or no, SVP had that, had, had that up or Billis had that up or something like that. One of the bald white guys on ESPN. Um, And there's no, and there's no organization over the officials. You guys don't understand. So here's how it works. Tell me if I'm wrong. And he's talking my, if my, if I misunderstand it, the referees are independent contractors. Okay. The big 10 has a certain amount of approved refs that they use. So when you say big 10 officiating is bad, those guys, you might see them also, at a Pac-10 game, you might see him at an SEC game, but the Big Ten has approved a certain amount of officials. These certain guys are welcome to officiate, and they say these jobs are open, and those independent contractors come and take it. There is no, from what I understand, there was no association over college basketball officials during the year. There is no governing body over that. It's every individual contra- conference that governs who officiates, who's allowed to officiate, who gets paid. Is that correct? Am I understanding everything? That is it. They're treated like substitute teachers. Wild. And I don't know. My, my wife said something like, there's a, there's a guy, uh, a steroid ref, uh, steroid cop ref. Oh, yeah. yeah big, big arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's yoked. Well, I, I mean, I said to that guy, I, I, said, I said, I've seen this guy call some bad games, but he's not as bad as some. And DJ Carstensen, he was on the game today. He calls some bad games, but not as bad as some as, as well. But we get to see these familiar faces, and I kind of hate the fact that I know any of these, I names. don't know. I, keep I don't. Saying it. Yeah, I don't want to know any of these guys. Right. I don't. Want I would to know rather any. not. Yeah, and but so it's it's embarrassing. It's not embarrassing because Purdue lost. We would we compl- we've complained about this nonstop, and Purdue is currently twenty two or whatever twenty and two, twenty two and two. 22 I don't and two. know. Yeah, two 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 two. Purdue is twenty two and two, mm-hmm. and we complained about this nonstop. It is yeah. it is detrimental to a sport that both of us care about a great deal. So. Yeah. That's that you know. That's why we're doing this going forward. What are we looking for? Um, so the uh, schedule for the rest of the week or for the rest of the year, um, basically the rest of February is what we're looking at. Like where you were um, uh, projecting out to Iowa, Northwestern, Maryland, Ohio State, and Indiana. Mm-hmm. Those five games, you're you're hoping one loss. Like you're hoping a maximum yep. one. You know, uh, one loss basically clinches the Big Ten. And the team um, that, that, that uh, it, I don't, everyone, when we, we all start saying words that I think words really matter, when you say the word scare, okay, basketball doesn't scare me, guys. No, no. I can't no. Say, it doesn't. It doesn't anymore. Maybe it's because I'm old. Even Fran with his red face. Right. Even even Fran doesn't scare me. I'm, I'm scared that my family is going to be provided for, right? I'm scared that someone's going to get sick in my family. I'm scared that. Um, Reflective boiler down. I'm never going to be able to chip away at this weight that I keep. Man, things taste so good. Um, I'm not scared of that, by the way. Um, I'm not scared. I am not scared of a Big Ten basketball team because it doesn't matter. It's out of my control. I am concerned, worried, bothered most by those teams, Maryland. Maryland at Maryland. And the reason I'm worried about that is that place is brutal. Their fans are maybe as brutal. Those student section is maybe as brutal as any in America. The things they do, they get super personal. The thing I like, again, I like this Purdue team's mentality. I mm-hmm. like the way these guys handle hostility generally. Yeah. It was uh, unusual. I don't think Purdue was rattled by IU. I think Purdue just was like not themselves. And again, again, I'm going to I'm gonna agree with you. I think the fatigue portion, I would much rather put this back on Purdue's shoulders than give yeah. IU any damn question. I mean, again, like Hood Shafino was great. Yeah. For both halves, especially the second half, but he was great for both halves. Trace Jackson um, Davis was great. Trace he's he's one of the best half. players in the nation. He's just not the best. He's He was great for a half. Then he kind of disappeared, but we're not going to talk about that. Um, the, but they, they, you know, they, they took it, right? But 
it was the freshmen playing like freshmen. And this, by the way, was the team that Purdue was supposed to be. Like that, like Purdue at the beginning of the year was supposed to be this team because two freshmen starting in the backcourt should not be this good, right? David Jenkins should be playing more uh, than Braden Smith, right? He should be shoulder. That's why Painter this, got it, but he's not exactly. That's why we wanted the kid that went to Miami that, we, that got bought by right. Miami. Um, like people can should... be critical of Braden Smith, and they should today. Yeah, Braden Smith, do it. Game. Be critical. Talk shit about Braden Smith and Fletcher Lawyer. Do it. They don't want any get out of jail free cards. Those guys yeah. don't. They're competitive. I mean, it, and, and the and, first, the first half that they, or the first, I think we can extend to the whole game. The first whole game, the bad game that they played together, it is game twenty four in their freshman year. I like, it's incredible. So, so let's again, let's let's isolate this for a second, everybody, the niche, all all of our friends in the margin, and the people that are listening on delay. Let's isolate this for a second. It is February what? February fourth. February 4th. Okay. It's February 4th. Purdue is up by two games in the Big Ten. They've played 24 games. You've played with freshmen being a true freshman being a very, very important part of the production, right? Purdue goes eight or nine deep, right? They played one stinker of a half the entire season. Mm-hmm. Is that fair or am I being unfair? I think that's right. One bad half. In 24 games, in 48 halves, they've played one bad one. It's not like they played, you know, Duke or Gonzaga or, or anything like that right. earlier. Exactly. In the year. Or or a, a, a shockingly good Marquette team or a West yeah. Virginia team that gets in your, your shirt like nobody's business. Or Michigan on the road. Or Michigan State on the road. This is the thing. I, I, a dumbass IU fan, which they're, they're, they're plentiful. Okay. I want to thank – I want to congratulate my friend Nick Barker and my, and my friend Jim Knoll, the two good IU fans. Two. Those they, are real people. Just two. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all there are. So it's amazing to me. You get seventeen thousand people in an arena, and I can only find two of them. Um, and I've got some other friends that are IU fans, but they're dumbasses too when they get together. <laughs> I, I don't know how else to say it. And I apologize to my. I have a couple of friends that get on here that are a little it bit is younger. What it is. It's, it is what it is. Okay. Um, so seriously, congratulate you guys. You guys are good fans, and you guys don't lose your um, your wherewithal hmm. with one win, but. There are a couple people, and by the way, I have blocked and muted so many people on Twitter because I'm like, I just don't need that. I'm not going to argue with people. Jay probably doesn't even know this because he's the other one that gets on the Twitter feed. He likes to argue with people. He always says, I'll, I'll, I'll give an idiot rope to, to hang themselves. I'm like, that's cool. But if you're at all discussing with it, you're coming way down on your level. And if you don't know Jay very well, which you probably don't, Anish and I do, this is a clever guy. Mm-hmm. This guy, he can, he can, he can spin you into a tizzy parts. pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's good at it, okay? But he'll also engage, which I don't really like doing. Okay, I'll a little bit, and then I'm like, okay, I'm out, and then I'll just say I'm muting you. And if you say something that's offensive or just stupid or whatever, personal, I probably block you. Okay, it just it just it's easier. It's it's easier. It's it is. It's good. It's right. And I mean, I the, the great thing is some of these people in the margin, you and I, we we know we know them. We've gotten to meet them, right? And so that it becomes a lot a lot more real. Right, because we've had discussions in person. That's a ton of fun. But the IU fan that comes on says Purdue soft after the game. That's somebody that doesn't know anything about basketball. That's all I, I say. Okay, and so I'm like, why yeah. would I engage with you? You don't know shit. You yeah. really don't. I mean, again, we're not we're not saying IU is bad. We're not saying no. IU is not talented. But we're to not say Purdue soft because they played a bad this, half. This was a clear. This was a clearly better team. That either got whether you want to say it or not, like whether you want to say they got taken out of their game or they didn't play their game. Either way, for one half Purdue wasn't Purdue, and for the second half Purdue was. They here Purdue outplayed. Sake, there are people in the margin saying the first half of Rutgers was bad, and I was at that game, and I agree that was not a good half. Yeah, that was a different thing, though, right? That was that wasn't like this where there was. But they were just giving the thing away. And Rutgers, they couldn't really score, right? There Rutgers was drags there. you into the mud. This is That's what Steve right. Peichel does, man. Yeah. Like he is, he's, he's a he, good coach. He drags you into the mud yeah. and then his players run. And that's how they beat you, right? I mean, yeah. from Geo Baker to Ron Harper to these guys, like that is what Rutgers does. They just make it ugly. So honestly, like I, you know, I, I think I agree with you looking at the, um, you know, rest of the schedule. Theoretically, Northwestern's good. I don't know. That doesn't make it's so sense hard. Yeah, that's a, I remember you said that about a month ago. You say, are we supposed to live in a world that Northwestern is good? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. I, to I me. don't know what this means. 
Maryland, I totally agree. I think it, the rest of this season, I would say, North, or at Maryland is probably the one that's – and probably at Wisconsin are the two. So Northwestern still plays zone all the time, right, pretty much? I think so. I can't I can't lie and say I've watched more than like five minutes of Northwestern no. basketball this year So, because yeah. um, I've got things to do. Yeah, um, exactly. i got stuff to do. I can't watch every co- – that's the thing. There's a, our pal Greg McManus. I think he watches every college basketball game. He's he's great. I don't he's know great. how. It's amazing. Uh, I can't do it. And, and like I'll watch some and I'll dip my toe in the water. I'm like, okay, it's okay. I don't care that much, right? And then I back away from it, right? Uh, but right. one thing I like, by the way, about Northwestern is um, if you guys listened to this last year, um, uh, Adige. Oh yeah. I ca- I call him uh, Luigi Archipelago. That's it. <laughs> that's it. And so if, hey. if you want to root, yeah, it's, it's a Luigi Archipelago. <laughs> I don't have any idea why my son and I, I, t- I explained this last year though. I don't know why it stuck, but he's still Luigi Archipelago to me. Um, it's fine. It's because fine. I was like, okay, this is, this all is these fun. things make sense. This yeah, all these things make insane. sense. I'm not a Northwestern grad. I don't know if you know that. I went to this place right here across my chest. My loyalty's well, going to stay there. Uh, Purdue, um, Purdue lost. It is what it is. Um, I don't think either of us are that hot about it, which is strange. This is probably the first IU loss that we haven't been steaming afterwards about. And uh, that, that probably goes to show you like how successful Purdue season has been and how much more Purdue has to play for. Like it, it in like, it, like Purdue's got gr- like grand visions for this year and this game win or loss, like even win, we probably would be saying all this, like it's, fine like it is what it is it's just another you know uh big 10 road game against a, co- a little bit more annoying fans i probably was more emotionally invested in michigan state same um, the loss is is not great the first half was bad but the way they responded made me calm right the right. way they responded was like okay good this team isn't going anywhere mm-hmm. so i think you're right i think this next stretch is going to be good um you know something like four and one is probably what you know what we can hope for you know we can set the line for we can revisit this after the next iu game but uh any any closing thoughts here uh my my biggest closing thought is um let's let's just not throw the baby out with the bathwater. let's not let's not take a very enjoyable incredible surprise of a season and and then with a loss at iu act like this hasn't been fun yeah, that's this right. Is, this Purdue. is a hell of a ride, guys. This is good. And these are the good old days. I keep saying this. That's a great, you're, it's you're a great quote. These are the good old days. You keep reminding yep. us of that. You of all people keep reminding us of that in the group chat. It's like getting soft are, in my old age, man. I know. That's it. You're getting soft and reflective after an IU loss. But yeah, yeah. these are the good old days. So yeah, um, yeah totally. A hundred percent, you know, agree. And Purdue's going to be number one on Monday. Okay. Goodbye. See you. Well, here, before we say goodbye, we're about, let me, I don't think we, we didn't mention our sponsors and maybe, maybe the bumper was put in. I don't know at the edit. I, don't, I Generally, we don't do a lot of edit on these. So let me thank, let me thank our sponsors. Thanks to Martin Vintage. Anish is wearing a Martin uh, Vintage sweatshirt. Looks excellent on him. Part of the oh, reason, by the this way, one I want to I'm wearing, I'm wearing, I'm wearing Martin Vintage underneath. This is and the so 19. Yeah, this is the shop. This is the shop indie, but this is, oh, I love that one. You know, I love that one. The last the time bucket, we saw The bucket's other. here. The bucket, the buckets here one. The, the last time we saw each other, that one was the yep. uh, that was one. the shirt that I was wearing. But the, part of the reason I don't wear Martin Vintage sweatshirts for me, when you're five four, hundred ninety nine pounds, it's hard to find you, things that fit. And you got to size up, my friend. But I'd have to I, my my arms, my little baby arms. Oh, uh, you like, got to just just yeah. roll up the. Sleeve. But that's part of the reason. Like, it's not just it's not just the fact that. Um, the, the Martin Vintage stuff doesn't fit me that well. It's it's that I'm really cheap too. So much of the stuff that you're seeing, I but get what, it. What would yeah. happen yeah. if you needed money off of Martin Vintage? Well, if you need money off, which everybody needs money off of something, you enter boiled at checkout Mar- at martinvintage.com. You get your favorite t-shirt. You get your favorite sweatshirt. Beautiful. Enter boiled at checkout. They got a new shirt at Martin Vintage. You get 15% off. Fifteen percent off. Fifteen okay. percent off in your don't, pocket. guys, girls, ladies, gentlemen. Don't get, don't back down now. You're you're dyed in the wool Purdue fan. That's why you're listening here. So wear your Purdue gear on go Monday to, and go say, to AJ's. suck it to everybody else. Go to AJ's. Yeah, sip a beverage and yeah, do, go to and, AJ's on Vine. 
That's it. And, and that's how we work in our sponsors. Okay. Yes. Very and good. then eatajs.com. You order ahead. Anish might get himself – Anish likes some bitter beer. He likes some of the uh, the fancy stuff. You like uh, – what are you drinking tonight? You've got yet you a really – I got cool a new trail. Beer. I got a little purple boy. I got a new trail. Okay. So is that that is a is that a it's a bitter, bitter? boy it's a bitter boy it's okay. a bitter boy see I'm I'm what we you'd call in not my... a fan of beer okay. well this will fit this uh, BS uh, can holder koozie aluminum can. beverage container holds your can if you if you want it it uh, it holds your beverage Lock whatever it in that with, may uh, be with the little the, the little little uh, ring on top of it. It's, yep. it's it's on sale for $20 right now. $20. You ship it, and guess what? That little can doesn't break in shipment like some of our fine glassware. We had when we, when we sell When we sold glass um, uh, Mount Rushmore's of all of our faces, right. uh, you know, right. that like, was a, like that McDonald's was a failed used business. to do in the 80s. Yeah. That's right. That was a failed business. That, that didn't work that's very okay. well. That's, that's okay. Good. That's good. But yeah, you can get you can go up. You can look above Anisha's head. I think it's on on your screen over his right shoulder. His right shoulder, right? Um, there's a. It's the other one. That's your. Is that your left? Yes. There you go. There's there's a little QR code. You can scan it. You go to the BS store. You can also. I mean, there's lots of stuff to buy if you want to. You know this, but we do appreciate our sponsors, and I really appreciate you guys tuning in. We promised a four man hot tub, and you get two, but you got three and a for half. a little while. And yeah. a half. So that's good. That's good. We're going to try to get the hands out. I can tell you, I say this all the time. People during the quick cast, they're almost like saying, we don't want to hear you. We want to hear me. Hey, man, the last hey. time Michael and I filled in for you in the post game, it was, uh, hey, where's where's Boiler that Down's was, face? That's hurtful words. You guys do a great job. And But the, but the whole thing, we're going to try to do it. And I always say, when Real. someone asks me, is there a handsome hour coming? I say, I can't. I can't tell you. And it's not oh. because I don't want to. It's because these guys have like real grown-up schedules. And it's hard to get it all together. <laughs> only really the, is. you know, only who knows what the future holds, except for uh, hopefully a Purdue, uh, you know, national title and a Zach Eady national player of the year and a Big Ten title and a Big Ten player of the year for Zach. So it's good. It'll all happen. Yeah. It's fine. Well, enjoy it. Enjoy it, guys. Because when and when when your pal Zach Eady's having a bad half, he has 18 points. <laughs> what the heck? Bad, ga- bad game, 30 and 20. It's 30 fine. and 20. It's and three fine. blocks. Casual. Casual, casual. Anyway, right. it was lovely talking to you. It was great talking to you. I love you guys.